Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Um, hope all is well. I want to talk about something we expand a lot deeper in in the um, Elite Access member portal. We have some training videos in there on this. But one of the things that we commonly see with kids in practice, you guys are all seeing this or you've seen this. Um, I'm actually seeing it a little bit more. And um, there's probably a lot of reasons that we all know when we look at stress and how it impacts the brain. But one of those things, this thing we're talking about today is language development and and specifically delay um, in language development. And specifically when we're talking about language development, usually if somebody says this child, this patient, my kid, whoever it is, is having a delay, they're typically talking about expressive language. So expressive language is that, hey, I am creating, I'm engaging right now in expressive language. I'm using my expressive language to communicate with you. You out there listening are using your receptive language to take in that auditory input, integrate that, create an image in your brain about what the heck I'm even saying, get that concept, and then either have an output or have a thought or whatever is needed from that response, from that auditory exchange. So when we have a child with an expressive language delay, um, let's say they don't have very many words, they're two, they're only saying a few words, maybe they're three, they're not putting together sentences, or even before that, um, and we're at that age where we're coming into auditory verbalization, that hierarchy, we have a whole hierarchy of language development that we look at in the second level, the live training with the certification series, but the big question that's almost always missed across all different professions is, if you have a child who's not there yet in expressive language, then the first question we have to ask as parents, as providers, as practitioners, even if we're you know, we're doing chiropractic, we're impacting the nervous system, but we have to be able to look at the trajectory of development. The first thing to help us navigate what's going on here is we have to ask, we have a receptive or we have an expressive language delay, but we have to step down in the hierarchy and say, does this child engage in receptive language? And the reason that's important is because we know when we look at the hierarchy of development of language and com the communication hierarchy, which then moves into reading and writing as well, um, we first gesture in movement um, with our body movements. We gesture and that's how we have nonverbal communication. Then we move into more sophisticated expressive. It doesn't mean, or receptive, I'm sorry, receptive. It doesn't mean we don't have receptive before. It just means we're not as sophisticated and receptive. Then we move into expressive. There's an order, right? And so we need to know, to be able to ask the question, is this a cognitive challenge? Neurologically, neurological cognitive challenge, or is this maybe a physical challenge where there's you know a tie that's restricting the actual movement of the tongue and the mouth to form the words to be able to then engage in expressive language and expressive language in a more you know developing into more sophistication. We have to not just chase the ties or the physical stuff, not just chase the cognitive or the neurological stuff. We have to be able to have some way to systematically observe, assess, ask the right questions so we can know what 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 would be our what would we expect to see changing here? What would we what other provider might we want to bring on board or other option might we want to bring on board in addition to a healthy 
efficient, communicating, adaptable nervous system, tilling the soil, input processing output, what else might we need to do and do we need to do it quickly or do we need to do it, you know, do we have some time to till the soil and observe? So that question is, the first question is, so if a child is not engaging in expressive language, the first, the first thing we have to think is, is this, are there signs that this is more cognitive or is this more of a physical restriction um, and not there yet uh, with the movement system, with the muscular system because of potentially developmental delays, because of potentially ties, restricting development, movement and development, then leading to developmental delays. We have to first kind of say, okay, which category does this seem to be in? right? And then we can say, hey, let's start addressing, let's get a dentist on board who specializes in ties, let's get my, uh, the myofascial work on board with the chiropractic. We start making sure that we're correcting subluxation, and then on top of that we do this. Or if it seems to be, oh, there's not, there doesn't seem to be receptive language. So the question there is, um, hey, does your child seem to understand when you're talking to them? Can, if you said, hey, Johnny, go pick up that block, can they perform that? Do they process when you speak to them? Do they engage with you? So you ask that to mom and dad, but then it's important to also observe that because it might be different. There might be a lot of learned patterning and connection in different ways and communication in different ways with mom and dad as opposed to with an outside observer. So we wanna ask, not there yet with expressive language, you're seeing that, that's why they're coming to you or you're seeing that present in your office. Then you need to ask, Okay, so um, do they seem to understand, do they engage in receptive language? Do they seem to understand when others talk to them, when you talk to them? Do they, mom and dad will almost always say yes, even if maybe it's not the case. Um, so we're kind of honing in on is this cognitive or is this, is this a, a, a musculoskeletal or restriction or ties or something like that. And, and it might be both, but really we wanna start by trying to put these into this category of thinking, which usually you can. Um, and then this is how we can start to say, what's the, mo what's the thing we need to do or do we need to do something else right now? Uh, not, I don't think that every tie needs to be clipped. I don't think that um, you know every kid who's not there yet with expressive language at a certain age needs specific intervention besides reducing stress and improving neurological function, but the only way we know how to know if that is the case and what is the appropriate thing and really get a what are you doing in there um, perspective, brain-based perspective, is to really start to think about this stuff in this way. So that's the first question is we need to say, is this, does this look like more of a cognitive challenge or does this look like more of like an apparatus challenge, uh, a muscular or structural challenge and then that question to help you sort through that is do they engage in expressive language ask that also observe that if they don't engage in expressive language then or receptive receptive language i'm sorry if they don't and they seem to really just be unaware and not attending to auditory input then of course we have to say and this is one of the first questions is do we have an actual hearing issue? Do we have an auditory issue? Or is it how I'm attending to auditory, which is most of the case, most of the time the case, most of the time if there was an actual hearing issue, an apparatus issue with the actual hearing, um, then that would have been picked up already 
But at, by the time we get to this stage where we notice expressive um, language delays, not always though, so you have to keep that in the back of your head, but that's why you need to observe as well. And then if you see that, if you see like, hey, this seems to be more in the cognitive realm, then that's when we do our brain-based, you know, in our, all of us here are doing functional brain-based exams quickly and efficiently with our subluxation exam. So we can say, ah, it makes sense that this kid might be not there yet in expressive language because they have big gaps in movement touch and gross motor and they just are not engaging very well even in gesturing and so we need to fill that gap let's start correcting subluxation and let's monitor this change or let's start correcting out subluxation and get somebody on board for primitive reflex integration or uh, neuro rehab or those of you in the focus academy brain blossom um, pro at home program in addition to your chiropractic. So the first question that we have to ask that's missed almost always is, is this more cognitive or are there signs that this is more musculoskeletal, mechanical? Do we need to address? Do we need to have somebody look for ties? Are there restrictions? Is that what's holding up the game here? So again, we don't want to jump to either one. We want to add, we want to be detectives. We get to be clinical detectives in the neurodevelopmental realm. Super, super important. This is what helps us be the, the foundation, the team leader, the quarterback, and not just chase symptoms. Otherwise, I don't care if your chiropractor specializes in the ties or something else or upper cervical or whatever. We have to know how to put all these pieces together. Okay, everybody, be well. Do good work. Be there to support the families in your community. We have less than 10 seats left. We're almost about to close it out. Mid-January, we are closing it out or as soon as those seats fill. Um, and we'll have another sold out class for our certification series. Our live training for that certification series is February 4th and 5th in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. L jump on that. You missed the good, the best promo code, but we do have uh, another one for you. If you're interested, you can let us know um, or, or go ahead and grab it and grab your seat. Um, yep, less than 10 seats left. Hope everybody has a great day and so glad you're there to help the families in your community that are really searching for help right now. Be well.